Welcome to the Business Revolution podcast. Now, the great thing about podcasts is it allows individuals to share knowledge, experience, insights, anything they want to, to an audience who wants to listen and hopefully apply what they learn. And we get to do this uh, with guests, but also we get to rant. We get an opportunity to share some of the things that are really frustrating us. And today is a rant. And it's not just anyone's rant. This is Rob's rant. So before we get into the content of Rob's rant, don't forget the Business Revolution podcast is brought to you by the Business Secrets Club, which is a global community helping you remove the fog from your life. We walk with you, we guide you, we help you achieve everything that you want to achieve and we do it with a big global community. So if you want to join a community that's going to help you thrive, then visit www.secretsclub.tetrakey.com. Now, this revolutionary rant was triggered by a quote from Tony Robbins, and I got a message from Rob this morning saying, this is the topic of the rant, and I'm intrigued to see where Rob goes with this rant. So the quote from Tony Robbins says, logic does not drive action, only increased emotion can drive action. So Rob, what was it about this quote that made you uh, say, this is what we're going to talk about today? Well, it is born a little bit out of frustration. I spend a lot of time, like you, working in businesses who have a, a plan and they have a strategy and they have lots of fancy MBA, actuarial, financial statistics, lots of great theories, um, all sorts of things. And they go and launch their plan and announce it to the world and then it doesn't happen. Their sales targets don't get met. Their share volume doesn't get reached. Um, or sometimes the, the share price goes down even. Um, and they all wander around re-strategizing, reorganizing, um, talking about what new theory they need to follow, whatever else. And frankly, they've missed the point. They've absolutely missed the point because none of that stuff is actually what's going to turn their their idea and their desire, their goal, even you could say, their target, none of that stuff's actually going to go and turn it into reality. And we spend all this time, and I listen to so many business leaders in so many different businesses um, who do uh, this wonderful talk about the strategy and the vision and the whatever else, and it just doesn't happen. Or if it does happen, it happens to such a small degree of what their real potential is. And it frustrates me because time and time and time and time again, they miss the point. They need their workforce, every single member of the workforce and them, them themselves to go and execute on this, to do new, uh, new action, um, new ideas, to try things and fail, to learn from it. It's all of that. And so none of that actually really matters, any of that logic. What really matters is what is going to be the benefit to the individual human being employee of doing new, taking new action, pushing harder, working harder, stepping outside of the norm. What's the individual benefit to that um, that employee. And equally to that individual employee, what is going to be the consequence for, for not doing it? I mean, if they don't hit their KPI, is their job on the list? If they don't, on the line, sorry, if they don't make enough sales, um, can they not 
pay their kids' school fees? Do they lose their home? What What is that? And I think that that's a conversation that we miss and leaders miss having um, all the way throughout business. They get so wrapped up in this strategy plan and series of tactics and theories that they've designed and they're so proud of it. They forget to take it to the individual human being and make it relevant to them, what's the pleasure and pain, and also have enough real consequence in place that if you don't achieve it, you just cannot have a job anymore and then actually follow through on it. And none of that really is logic. All of that is playing to the emotion of individual human beings because it's that emotion that will go and drive them to action. And I just think if people are listening to this and can get any grasp of what we're talking about, they actually can have a business that is increasing in size by an order of magnitude beyond their wildest dreams. They can achieve 2022 um, visions, goals, and ideas. They can achieve that this year if they really, really learn how to truly motivate their workforce. And motivating your workforce is asking the workforce the right questions about themselves at their level. And if you get that right, everything else becomes easy. The individual worker does not care about your plan, does not care about your strategy. And if they say they do, they're lying. What they really care about is the amount of money that comes into their bank, the recognition they get from their family and friends for their promotion or achieving. They care about what they can do with that money. And they also significantly care about what really will happen to them if they do not go and step out of the norm and achieve something. And as soon as you get to that point and get to that understanding about what they really care about, you actually can go and do something amazing. But every single time we seem to miss the mark. And I wonder which leader is going to be brave enough to go and step up there and start doing something different. Yeah, it's that balance that leaders struggle with, which is the carrot and the stick, and, and really understanding that not everybody works to the carrot and not everyone works to the stick. And also, it's the understanding of humanizing business and humanizing leadership. Um, I just came from a meeting with a director of a, sp- a sport, and we were talking about another coach who's struggling at the moment. And, and it's not about his capabilities or competencies to do the job it's the it's the small things that he just doesn't do like sending a personal message to a player wishing them happy birthday or sending them a personal message to say um these are two or three things i'd like you to work on um very good at the 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 cold stuff or the 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 technical stuff but very poor at the the actual man management part or the the softer part of leadership and that's what you're talking about you're talking about Leaders who are able to paint a picture because a lot of they don't care about it, but they also do like to know that the people who are going to pay the bills know where they're going, so they're going to have security in their job. But then they want to know the nuts and bolts of how I can do my job to the best of the ability in the short term, which gives me as much control over my financial situation and my future that I can have. And that's that's the art of a good business, and that's the art of good leadership. But let's be honest about it, Mark. We're all pretty I-centric. What am I going to get out of this and what do I have to risk? That's, I mean, most people are pretty I-centric. Uh, despite us often not wanting to be, we, we really, really are pretty I-centric. And I think leaders miss that. I think business owners miss that. And I agree with you, by the way, like the employee wants to know 
that um, that the, the big boss has a plan and a direction and we're going to go this way and that's going to secure my future. Um, he wants to know that, but really he doesn't want to know everything about that. He wants to know that there is one and that it's solid and that it's approved. Um, what he really wants to know is what's my target going to be? Um, what do I have to do to achieve it? And what's the consequence of me achieving it, overachieving it or not achieving it? Um, and that consequence is far bigger than just losing your job. It could be that bonus means you don't have a holiday. It could mean that bonus means you don't get the new car. It could mean that, sorry, that not getting that bonus. Um, but that bonus equally could mean that I can send my kid to a better school or move house or whatever it might be. And I think that's the, that's the real piece that we, that we miss the entire time. And I'll be honest, I've missed it um, in the past. And I think it's like the secret source to if you're going to be a great leadership, um, a great leader, where it is you need to focus your time and effort. Yeah, and again, it's, it's, the, it's the challenge that a lot of leaders have, especially when they get promoted, is they have this, and again, it goes back to I, like you said, and it goes back to ego, where they they feel they have to prove themselves in front of everybody that they, they are the leader, they know it all, they're the big boss. Where um, a lot of the times it's, it's almost the opposite. It's, it's why, what, and again, it goes back to what kind of leader you want to be. Do you want to be a leader who's the, the brain to the function and therefore locks themselves away? Do you want to be a leader who galvanizes everybody to, to put in the same direction? And you just got to be very, very clear to say, if I'm going to be a leader with the brains, then I'd better surround myself with some really good people who understand how to bring people on the journey. If you feel that you're a leader who's really good at bringing people on the journey, then I'd, I'd suggest you have two or three people there who are going to really work with you to craft that strategy that's going to drive it. Um, because we have this, a lot of time we have this arrogance of I can do everything. Um, and the reality is the complete opposite. You're going to be really good at one or two things but you're probably going to be average at a couple of other things and make sure you surround yourself with people who are really good at the things you're not good at. We need balance. That's what you're talking about at the top of the business, a balance between human skills and analytical skills. But there's often two opposing parts of how people's brains work. And the problem is that we all like people who are like us. So when we look to fill a business at the top of the business, get some managers in place or some a C-suite or whatever else, it usually is the case that we will surround ourselves with more of us, so more people people or more analytical people. Um, and actually what that means is the top of the business isn't balanced, and therefore the rest of the business becomes unbalanced at the same time. And, and you're so right, Mark, it's about that balance at the top um, and about understanding that the people I need to support me in my job probably are going to view the world differently to me and probably are going to make me feel uncomfortable quite a lot of the time because they should be asking me questions about how the business works that goes kind of against how I normally feel about business um, because that's the balance that they bring. Um, and I go back to this individual human being. What, what is it that they want? Well, they, either, they want two things. If you go and take a salesperson, they either want to be told by the business like you need to do it like this, and now your quantity of sales calls you make a day needs to go up from six to ten. Like here it is, 
or they need to be given the space to go and work it out for themselves, and they're not criticised if they get it wrong, supported to keep growing and developing. But they need one or the other. And, and to just leave them in that, un, like, go and work it out for yourself, unsupported space, which often happens because um, no leader's brave enough to go and say, actually, here's the measurement of what you need to increase, um, just me- makes this strategy and this plan and this idea just a worthless piece of expensive consultancy that often has been paid for to be to be done it's it's a worthless thing so why do we bother in the start in the first place would be a great question that i would ask people um yeah so i think a lot of it's, it's what we're talking about is it goes back to that quote about understanding head and heart Emo- logic is head emotion is heart and you need to provide a little bit of logic to give people comfort that you're competent in what you're doing. But in order to get people to really buy in and, and commit to the process, you've got to pull on the heartstrings. So understand the heartstrings, understand how to pull the heartstrings, and then just be consistent in pulling those heartstrings. That's basically what we're talking about. That's it. A hundred percent. I always think about, Mark, what is it that I want somebody to do with what it is that I've spoken about? And... If, if I want them to take action, I have to talk to them in a feeling-based way, maybe using metaphors or stories or emotive questions around pleasure and pain, because I know that the feeling-based conversation that I have actually um, then can lead to the feeling of doing action, which it is. It's a feeling. Taking action is a, is a kinesthetic thing. And I think that's often the miss bit that we miss. We try and drive action through through numbers. And it really doesn't come from numbers. It comes from the feeling that the output of the numbers gives us. Um, and, and so go get great at storytelling or asking emotive questioning and measure the difference in your business. That will be a massive piece of advice for anybody, I believe, today. So there you go. Um, a quote that triggered a frustration in Rob not in terms of the quote, but in terms of what we see on a regular basis with leaders, both in small businesses and big, large corporate businesses. So if you are aspiring to be into a leadership role or currently into a leadership role, just think about the advice that Rob finished off this podcast with. So thank you very much for joining. Don't forget that this podcast is brought to you by the Business Secrets Club. If you want more of what we talk about, go and visit www.secretsclub.techkey.com and come and join this community, this debate, and see the impact that you can have on your life and business on a regular basis. So it's goodbye from me, and it is goodbye from Rob. Bye-bye.
Yeah. <laughs>